Welcome to Women Winning It Writing Podcast Show. I am your host, Chelsea McCoy, and this is the show where we talk about all things writing and all things editing. Welcome to season two. Y'all, season two. I can't believe we made it through season one. 25 episodes recorded and broadcast y'all right like that's that's absolutely amazing i'm so grateful i'm so thankful to all of the guests that we had in season one and all of the feedback that we got all of our brand new followers and listeners that have joined in and y'all season two is no less don't get it twisted season two is about to be off the chain because i've got more amazing ladies ready to tell their stories and to share their information. And our staff also has some inside scoops too. So you're going to hear more from me and you're going to get to hear from a few more other folks about our wonderful, the whole purpose of our show, all things writing and all things editing. But without further ado, today, 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 We have a special guest with us who is going to be sharing her writing journey, and we are so glad to have her. Everyone, please welcome Miss Merlaine Powell to the show. Welcome, Merlaine. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Um, It's definitely been long time coming, I should say. (laughs) Yes, we've been trying to get this uh, interview scheduled for I think a couple of months now. But you know what? Yeah, all is well, because everything happens in its perfect timing. And so you know, again, I'm just so thankful that you took some time out of your schedule to speak with us about your writing journey. So let's just get right into it. So please share the title of your book, your journey, like let us know what's going on with you. So my book, it actually is one of a series. Um, I'm wanting to go into the kids space, which I know is a hard space, but it's one of a series. It's called Gamers He Builds History. Um, his story, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, and this first story is Gamers and the Gratitude Upload. Um, I think a lot of times when we look at books for kids, especially, um, they don't necessarily represent everything that we want to see. Um, especially us as color, uh, mm-hmm. people of color. Mm-hmm. So I know that when I created this series, I wanted to make sure that life lessons was involved because I think a lot of times that's all they focus in, you know, focus on in books is life lessons. Mm-hmm. But also with, you know, my son being Haitian American, I wanted to also delve into the black history aspect, you know, the African diaspora, because it is so broad. Mm -hmm. And with CRT being banned in certain states, and you just hear all this race talk, I want to introduce it to kids in a way that they understand their path. So they understand what's going on now, there's no confusion. And not only just kids, maybe even adults too, because I know there was so much I didn't learn about. And throughout this journey, I found out so much things about the African um, diaspora. And also going, yeah, and also going into the STEM space. um, Mm -hmm. I I wanted to go into the STEM space. My son is on the spectrum, loves anything, computers, engineering, putting things together, figuring things out. So I wanted to combine, you know, life lessons with STEM, with black history and just combine it in a book that gave representation to little black boys and girls. So for those that don't know, what does STEM stand for? Science, technology, engineering, and math. Love it. 
Love it, love it. That's the part of my brain that doesn't work. So, you know, <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> yeah. But you know what I've come to realize is just like drawing, just like dancing, STEM is a skill. Mm-hmm. It's not something that you just know. It's a skill. You learn that. When you learn it, uh, then it comes like second nature. See, but that part of my brain doesn't work. I promise you. In school, <laughs> math and science were my least favorite subjects. But again, I'm a, I am realized I'm a creative. So I have to I, embrace that side of my brain. And I just, you know, but kudos and hats off to those <laughs> who love the math, science and technology. Um, you know, those parts of, like you said, those skills that have to and be like learned. You said- yeah, and like you said, that's not me either. Science and math were not my subject. I'm the English major. I can write. But <laughs> having my son be into this yeah. into this technology space, I had no choice but to learn it. Exactly. Because every time he's coming up to me with, you know, something tech that needs to be fixed, okay, it's got to get fixed. Now, you know, I'm not going to go pay $100 for somebody to troubleshoot something I could have did for myself. Right. So that's a big thing. So what inspired you for to write th- to write this type of book? Actually, and it's crazy, my son being on the spectrum, they had always told us that third grade was make it or break it for reading. They always told us that reading comprehension gets tough for kids on the spectrum, mm-hmm. no matter how high functioning or low functioning they are it gets really tough for reading comprehension. So my son was in third grade last year and I was like, oh, we're going to read. Every day after school, we're going to read. And then it became just a habit. Then the read-a-thon came. And this is maybe March of this year. Mm-hmm. And he gets into a competition with his classmate and they're like, we're going to see who can get read the most books. I was like, that's amazing. What books are you reading? Mm-hmm. And he hands them to me and I'm like, but none of these you're interested in. He was like, well, there's nothing really out there for me. Wow. I was like, okay, let me see what I can find on Amazon. Cause Amazon, that's my, that's my best friend. Right. And even in going in Amazon, trying to find, yes, I could find black boy books. Yes. I could find STEM books. Yes. Mm-hmm. I can find African diaspora books, but I couldn't find a combination of all three yeah. in the fiction space. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what, baby, I got you. I'm going to write you a short story. Right. You're going to read this. You're going to love it. Yeah. And I, I just busted out a quick two page. He read it. He was like, you wrote this? I was like, yeah. He was like, it's good. And then I sat on that. And I was like, hmm. If he's thinking it's good. And like, yeah. and my son is very blunt. Mm-hmm. He is very blunt. He was going to tell you how it is. <laughs> if he thinks it's good. Why wouldn't I want to share this with the world? Yeah. And that's what, that's how it began. Okay. I love it. And, you know, I think it's amazing when we can get inspiration from, you know, our loved ones, especially our kids, Uh you know, um, whether they, you know, whether it's in conversation or we realize it's a need, you know, like you just said, your son brought it to your attention. Hey mom, there's no books for me. I'm that, you know, this is all we have, you know? And Uh it's funny you say that too, because my son, he's 11, my youngest son, and he, in his reading class at school, they have to bring a book, you know, to Uh read And they have a reading time, you know, in their class. 
and I was like, okay, what are you taking? And he's into anime right now. Yes, my son too oh loves all that. Yes, if I hear one more <laughs> Japanese cartoon, I was like, I think we're going to be fluent in the language pretty soon. <laughs> but I told my son if he learns Japanese, I told him if he learns Haitian Creole and Japanese, we'll go to Japan. I hear you. Yeah, give him an incentive, right? <laughs> so um, I love that you are taking the need you know and doing yes. something with it to not only fulfill your son's request you know and seeing what, mm-hmm. what what's needed in your home but like you said to make this available to others because sometimes you just don't know so what was your Correct. writing what was the writing process like while you were creating the content for the book you know what i have always been like i said earlier english has always been my mate mm-hmm. like my thing mm-hmm. i could always bust out an essay if it was a creative writing essay oh give me 20 minutes I'm done formatted everything writing this at first it was like yeah I got it this Mm -hmm. is easy and then as time went on I was like you need to hear you need to hear so a lot of it was research I went to my favorite source YouTube University (laughs) (laughs) and I was just searching up how people were formatting their books how they were choosing their writing processes and then I, I made it my own. Okay. Like, I know that if I have, I, I need to have the whole story in my head. Mm-hmm. I need to know what's going to happen at the start, the beginning, you know, the beginning, the middle, the end. Once I get that, filling in is so much easy. But getting to the beginning, middle, and end takes so long for me. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's one thing that you find um, is as you start writing, you know, sometimes the process changes from book to book, uh-huh. project to project, you know, um, uh-huh. sometimes, like you said, getting the beginning and the end was easy, but the middle was hard or it may uh-huh. be reverse on another project. We had the middle down pat, but trying to get the beginning and the end, you know, um, I have writers that'll get stuck on the title. Like I got everything. I just can't come up with the title. I don't know what to uh-huh. call this book. So, yeah, the writing process is definitely, um, it can be different for each, yes. uh, each project. So what is the age range for the book? So I'm wanting to do like an early reader chapter book. I feel like a lot of times, especially in my son's age group, third to fifth grade, um, I feel like a lot of times they push them to these big books. They go from these small, you know, 40 to 80 page books to these 100, 120 pages quick. And I'm like, some people don't do that, especially if they didn't like what they were reading before. Yeah. It's uh-huh. I, and, and I just want to make sure, make a transitional book that get, keeps the interest of reading mm-hmm. while making sure that the student is getting those extra that extra step in the reading process i'm not using smaller words i'm using bigger words okay you know i'm not so that's how i kind of adjusted my book just so these kids are not remaining in one space age-wise for reading but it's broad enough to where they can branch out and see that reading if there's more books like this reading can be fun right and and one thing i've come to realize is a lot of times when i see books um, for kids of color, they're smaller books. Okay. Yeah, so I think, mm-hmm. and and just we we miss out on our older kids. Yeah. 
Now, I know you said this is a series, so not to give away what's coming up, but what will the other books uh, be about? Are they going to build off of the characters? You know? Yes. Um, okay. So I can give you a little snippet because I do give a snippet at the end of um, this first book, uh, Gamer Z, and uh, Gratitude Upload. The second book, Us Being Haitian American, that is a big staple in my my house. My, I'm 100% Haitian. My, my husband is 100% black African American and it should work ideally because to the world, we're both black, (laughs) right? But there are cultural, cultural differences. So this next book is really focusing. It's going to be a new year's release. Um, the Haitian revolution actually, you know, Haitian independence day is January 1st, 1804, 1804. So I am wanting to release a book, uh, you know, just talking about how Haiti being the first black free republic, how it shaped the African diaspora as a whole. So that's what that book is going to delve into. And, um, you know, just why certain traditions are important to the Haitian community, just to bring out, you know, a lot of people see the negative about Haiti, but I don't think a lot of people know the beauty Yes. And that's one thing I want to share because like I said, the diaspora is huge. Haiti is the third biggest country in the diaspora. The the black, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it goes US and Brazil. So I just, I want to highlight that. And then, you know, I definitely want to get into Black History Month. I want to highlight figures that are less known. Mm -hmm, Um, We mm -hmm. always hear about, you know, Martin Luther King, Rosa Parks, Malcolm X. I want to talk about the Martins, you know, when it comes to the pioneers of gaming, Mm -hmm. you know, and and science, the Katherine Johnson, the hidden figures. And there are so many more women. And me and my son doing the research of all of this, there are so many more women who were involved in the space race that they didn't get to touch on, but we have learned so much about these, these women like Melba Roy Moten. And she just, these women have been phenomenal. These men like knowing about video games, like learning about video games and their start. And you can credit a black man for the video game cartridge, being able to have Xbox and things like that. So I feel like it's interesting because we don't see this that often. Oh yeah. That is. We're always, and even in 2022, we're still seeing first black man, first mm-hmm. black woman. But there are so many firsts that we're not even acknowledging. Right. Yeah, that's good. That's good. So what would you say would be the biggest takeaway that you want readers to get from the first book? Everything goes together. Um, what you have somebody may is always going to want Mm -hmm. and when you're uh, you're when you're ungrateful for things it makes people what i say i wouldn't say it makes people look at you different but then you have to hear you have to hear their response and i think that's where the life lesson comes in a lot of people forget the response of what somebody says when they're talking about gratitude. So if somebody's like, oh, this, 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 and this, and this happened, and this is horrible, but you're alive, and 
most times us as humans, I think it's human nature to be like, well, yeah, I'm alive, but still this is happening. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. I think as a kid, it is easier to miss gratitude. And I think if you are are a kid and you understand being grateful for what you have, Mm -hmm. it takes you to adulthood. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. That's good. I I shouldn't have, like, I'm 29 years old and I feel like I'm just now understanding what true gratitude is. And I think that's something most people don't know. It definitely takes time. We can take it for granted. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. And especially in these times right now, high inflation, you know, Mm -hmm. this Mm -hmm. is when you need to rely on your gratitude because mental health is real. If you don't rely on gratitude, that it, it creates a dark cloud, a cycle of just darkness. It does. And we got to get out of that. It does. It really does. So before we wrap up, I know it seems like the, seem like we just started talking, (laughs) Um, but how can readers connect with you especially you know those that you know there may be some listeners that have children that are also on the spectrum or they're just looking to get more information on stem programs how can they connect with you so you can definitely reach out to me on instagram i'm at locked.n.lit so l-o-c is in charlie delta dot n dot lit um you can reach out to me and i do have some things some surprises in the book that I would definitely have you guys go out to the end and just reach out because I love I you'll be you guys will see it at the end of the book but definitely uh, you guys can reach out to me there if you have any questions um, if you guys need sources I can definitely send out sources that I have through email and that's lockinlet at gmail.com um, same spelling as the what uh as the instagram and then website coming soon all right well that is awesome and also the book will be available it's coming soon correct yes yes so you know what the devil has been busy (laughs) (laughs) i can definitely say but my god is busier yes so um it was supposed to be earlier this month, but we are looking for this weekend. We're launching this weekend. Yay. I'm so excited. Yes. It's, it's going to be on Amazon for right now. And then once the website comes out, you guys will be able to purchase there. Definitely follow me on Instagram. You guys will be able to get updates. I'm not the most social person on Instagram. <laughs> I don't like to blast. But if you write me, I write back. There we go. There we go. So you heard it here first. So listeners, um, the book will be available hopefully this weekend. Just tune in to Amazon or again, reach out to Merlane personally, individually, and she will be able to get you the information. Or you can also reach out to us at your writing table, your, you know, the, the staff, and we will get the message to Merlane as well. So Merlane, thank you again for taking the time out of your schedule. Thank you so much for being a guest on our show today. This has been such an interesting and educational topic and all the time. We love to educate our listeners and to give them some food for thought. So yes, thank you again. listeners thank you thank you for tuning in and as always until next time keep winning at writing everybody be blessed